Welcome to the official Guns Up Nation fan page podcast, the premier voice for the fearless fans of Raiderland and proud supporter of Texas Tech University. Let's meet today's hosts. And welcome everybody to another awesome edition of the Guns Up Nation podcast. Hey, we're going to have an intimate little conversation tonight. It's just me. This is Keith Abbott and I'm with my buddy, John Thomas. John, how you doing, my man? Keith, what's going on, brother? How's your week been? Uh, you know what? It's it's the I, I said earlier. It is the longest short week. <laughs> yeah, we, we had Monday off of celebrating um, all the awesome things that Martin Luther King Jr. did, and uh, the, but still, this week seems like it has drawn on forever. Not ha- it hasn't really been a bad week so much as it has just been just it just seems like it's never ending. But how about you? How are things going over there? You know, things are going really good over here. You know, the church is kind of in full swing. Um, I, I think February is going to be kind of a lull before the storm because in March, between March 1st and Easter weekend, we have like nine events. You know, oh, man. Planning for church, you know, on the weekend and during the week. So yes. it's, uh, it, it'll be a busy time, but a good time, you know? Absolutely. Building up to the Easter weekend, there's a lot of lot of things to celebrate on that weekend, and I always I've heard from a lot of pastors January is their time to just <laughs> kind of have a lull in things between Christmas and Easter, and then it ramps up again in February. Is that what kind of what you're seeing over uh, there? Oh man, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that and, and you know, I just started. I, mean, I, I just started some uh, online school recently, oh. so I'm back to writing papers. And, oh man, you know that stuff. So it's it's it's. It's a challenge, though, just balancing everything. But so far, so good. Well, good. Hang in there. Hang in there, my man. So, Amen. So, hey, we, we got to talk tech sports. Heck yeah. I mean, we, we want to talk about what happened earlier this week with, with the, the awesome Lady Raiders basketball team. Tell us kind of – give us a recap of what that what went down. Well, I watched that game, you know, the other day, and, and it was kind of a I mean, kind of a downer. Now, I was just on the brink of saying I need to go to bed, you know, and the Lady Raiders just started you know, hit, hitting shots. You know, I could – I could go down the player list, but but I think a lot needs to be said uh, about Stalin's keeping her cool. Like she didn't get too high, didn't get too low. Uh, she'll celebrate, you know, just as anybody. But and every time out, every time they had the camera on her on the floor, she didn't lose her cool. She wasn't yelling at her kids. Um, and I tell you what, those girls bought into that. They chipped away and chipped away. They tied it up. And they got into overtime, and you, we mentioned this before the show started. If you get Stallings in overtime, she's almost unbeatable. So yes. she, with this win, uh, she went nine and one in overtime games. And usually, the mark between a great coach and a mediocre coach is how you do when it's crunch time. No, do you keep an eye on the small things? You know, right. Are your is your team executing and doing the right thing? So nine and one, I, I tell you what, I was proud of the Lady Raiders. You know, I, I've got a friend of mine. Uh, I, I totally don't mind giving Allie Clark a shout out. No, she she goes with her mom to the game. They have season tickets, and she uh, uh, she says, John said Stallings is the right coach. Uh, oh boy. she's got these girls improving, and it's uh, it was a good night. If you're a Lady Raider fan, that that had to that game brought back memories of Sharp and. Yeah. Krista Kirkland and just you know, the games in that stadium was full. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm kind of a I'm kind of a stat geek, and I was I was looking at the uh, just after today, uh, which is we're recording this on Thursday night, and I was just looking at the recap of the win probability, and yeah. with with one minute sixteen left in the fourth period, 
uh, Oklahoma had a 96.8% win probability. <laughs> Can you, I mean, with, yeah, oh, with a wow. minute 16 left, they were 96.8 win probability. And then it turned around on a dime and what a, what an awesome thing. So <laughs> I'm telling that's you, awesome. that really is, that really is. And, and like you say, it just goes for a never quit attitude. Uh, I think if there's any young people in sports listening, if, if you can't use that game as an example of why you should never quit until the end, that that's, that's all I can say is keep fighting and uh, you know, have, have the right coach. that gives you the right attitude and the right players that have a will to win and a desire to continue to fight forward. I can't say enough about the performance that they did. So congratulations to our lady Raiders basketball team on an awesome victory over Oklahoma. And I am excited. I know you, you and I both talked before we even started recording. I'm excited for things that are going on in this program. And I think it's going to be a really, really neat thing to keep watching and to keep cheering for. So way to go ladies. Amen. Yes, sir. And Amen. so, hey, we've got some something else coming on. I can't quite put my finger on what's happening this weekend. Do you? What's what's going on with the guys? Something something. What's happening? Oh, you know, um, you know, there's a there's some tents hanging out outside the United Spirit <laughs> Arena. You know, you got uh, folks are having very lined up. You know, only the biggest non-conference game in tech sports for the guys, and yeah. I don't know, thirty years. <laughs> I would imagine so. And I tell you what, that, that place is fired up and ready. And like you say, the Raider Riot Group, and uh, shout out to them. They've been really doing a good job of coordinating things from everybody's standpoint. Um, but they, yeah, like you said, they posted pictures earlier today of people already setting up tents out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, yeah. That's, that's really awesome. I mean, like 2008 Tent City, you know, yes. tech football versus Texas, you know, kind of vibe. Yes. Like, I'm a... And, and, you know, our baseball fans, you know, they had, when we had hosted playoff games, you know, you had fans line up at the ticket gate for baseball and Tadlock would come out and bring pizzas, you know, and stuff. But it kind of had a, kind of had a beach, you know, summertime vibe, which is great. Mm -hmm. But for something about, you know, these kids, you know, getting tents out you know, and lighting up, you know, 48, 72 hours, you know, before tip off. Um, and this is with Kentucky losing a couple of games. This is with uh, – I, I don't think we need to go back and look at it because it, we just need to move on. But after the tech loss at CCU, that, that is not dampered the no. hype for this game. You, know, you, you got kids lining up. I think we saw a stat. I think you brought it up with somebody before the show that – uh, tickets are now running $400 yeah. right for this game to get in. Yeah, the Fort Worth Star-Telegram has an article that came out on January 22nd that said, the title of it is, The World's Most Expensive Basketball Game, Texas Tech's Showdown with Kentucky. And yeah, you're right. Almost that's $400 nuts. is what the, the seats are going for, and that just blows my mind. Blows my mind, so. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah. Well, so th that's $400, and they said the average resale price of the Nets Lakers game in Brooklyn on Thursday was three hundred eighteen dollars and sixty six cents. So, <laughs> so can, can you believe that? I mean, wow. I'm telling you, that's that blows my mind. So this is a it's a hot ticket. Uh, people love going to the United Supermarkets Arena. They love the atmosphere there, and I think I just think it bodes to why you know this is such an attractive matchup. And you know, like you say, play, playing in front of a storied program. Uh, you know, with with Kentucky coming to town, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, and I can I I wished I could make this game because you know that place is gonna be rocking. Well, you know, Beard said something today, and I don't want to misquote him. You know, I have to go. I mean, my my phone's you know, I mean, I can get enough to get through the show, but it's low on charge. Right. Um, there was a quote Beard said today where he said, 
and this is kind of this is why I thought it was kind of eye catching. He said, "We're going to win either way on Saturday." Oh yeah, because he knew the height. You know that was around it. Um, I think today, for the first time in school history, a McDonald's All American committed to Tech. Yes, uh, in basketball. Um, so Beard knows he he knows the next forty eight hours is going to be. You know, pure PR, right, for the tech program. It really is. And a competitor like him wants to win every game. But if you're a coach building a program, you coach for moments like this. You know, when you've got uh, – I know college game day is not going there, and we don't want to get into the location they are going to this weekend after the events of the other night. But uh, uh, even though college game day is not going to be in Lubbock, this is still a big matchup, you know, for oh, Lubbock. Yeah for tech and for college basketball and i'm pretty sure that there's some regret in the location choice that they chose and so i'm just going to leave it at that <laughs> amen pretty sure they amen. wish they were coming to lubbock texas this weekend that's so. right they're going to be <laughs> spilled over themselves over the lost ratings yes they are and we'll just let them <laughs> froth over what should be and what could be if they would have just done the right thing but that's okay yeah so yeah namari burnett has been chosen as a mcdonald's all-american and so he is a texas tech basketball commit so uh congratulations to namari on uh, being chosen as a McDonald's All-American, and we are excited to see his future as a Red Raider. It's going to be awesome. Amen. Really is. Amen. So, yeah, so so I don't know if you've seen, but this, this weekend is a, um, a blackout weekend, and so everybody's encouraged to wear a black and, and black out the stadium. And in addition to that, uh, across the Twitter sphere, right? So everybody on Twitter has been asked by uh, Raider Riot and some of the other basketball programs, Texas Tech basketball program, to try to black out their logos and their banners. And so I know Guns Up Nation and the Guns Up Voice podcast page, we've both um, turned, our, turned our banners to black blackout mode and our on our logos to blackout mode so uh, if you're listening to this you're a twitter fan get on that uh logo of yours and and let's let's black it out a little bit it's pretty fun to do and let's get behind and support those guys and and uh and show everybody how excited we are to be a red raider this weekend you see and i'm a terrible you know staff member for guns up nation like i have not done that yet it's been done it's already there Uh, well but like from my personal page like oh i've uh like I'm, I'm switching it right now. Like so, so, by the time we get off the show, like it'll, uh, it, it will be black and white. That's right, and <laughs> and that's all that matters. See, that's why we're doing this right now. Broadcast it through Saturday. Let's wear, let's make those logos black and white, folks, because it's a, it's a blackout yeah. weekend, and so uh, excited about that. Wear black to the game. If you guys get to go, cheer loud. If not. I, I tell you what, get to your local locations or your local watering holes, your local restaurants, and, and let's show all the cities around this country what, what kind of support the Texas Tech program has because it's exciting. It's fun to go into these places and, and see kind of the electricity that, that Texas Tech is promoting. And I can tell you, and, and we talked about this in uh, the, the episode we had with Andrew last week. You know, I went to the Dallas, I was in the Dallas Love Field right before the, um, the, the national championship game last, last year. And Man, the the electricity and just it's so much red and black. It's so many double T's all over the place. It's just cool. And so the more you can promote our program and 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 get excited and get behind them, uh, it just it's electric. It's it definitely is contagious for people around you to be excited about what this what this program is and what this school is all about. Well, I hear you, and you know, on on basketball news, you know you know that. You know, the high-profile transfer out of UNLV had his application denied again. Oh, I know. And I, I, I think it's interesting, you know, that even though these little things are happening, you know, with 
with, with Tech basketball, you know, losing to TCU the other night. You know, they, they lost, you know, out on the application for for the transfer from UNLV. That has not stopped momentum, you know, for for the fans, you know, or for ticket prices. Uh, Beard's press conference today again, I thought mm-hmm. was a pretty good one. Um, that's special, and we'll see. Like Kentucky, you know, the only thing that's bothered me about them losing a lot early means that they can only get better. Right? And yeah. I was kind of hoping they'd come in riding high, we can knock them off the mountaintop. But but they're still number fifteen, which in our I mean, we're getting in February. That's right. And the more wins you can get like that, you no, know, going into March, you no, know, the better. That's uh, right. Tex RPI got a recent shot in the arm, which is a good thing when Louisville beat Duke, you know, last week. Um, but they could use another good RPI win. You know, losing close to Baylor is great, but if you beat Kentucky, you, you get this ship back on track, and which would be a good thing. Absolutely. No doubt about it. It would be a good thing. And, and let's just face it, it's Kentucky. I don't care if they're 25 or number one. It, this is a program to beat. And so uh, the story, the history behind them, uh, this is nothing to be taken lightly. This is a good program. Uh, you know, we, Texas Tech is a good program. This is going to be a battle of, of giants, and I'm excited about it. Amen. So I got to tell you, as we're as we're talking right now, um, uh, digital content manager for the Daily Toreador, <laughs> she just posted a picture. We were talking about those those students already camping out. Well, Chris, yeah. Beard, Chris Beard already made a stop to see them. And so they have a picture of, of him with the, with the students that are in line for the game. So you talk about, like, like you said, uh, Chris Beard, not only is, it, is he a fighter and a competitor, but the man loves to promote and loves to get things excited and, and stirred up. And he is, a, he is a PR king, I tell you. So pretty cool that he's out there with those students tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like he's, uh, I, I'll tell you this, you know, you know, you know Texas you know, recently got rocked by, by West Virginia the other night. And we, we, we can keep this basketball train rolling. But what's interesting to me is, is, you know, the last few years you had basketball pundits, you know, after a Texas or a UCLA would lose a big game, there goes the rumor mill about oh, yeah. where Chris Beard was going to go. And so far, knock on wood or something, you haven't heard that this year. And the reason why is because his salary is now a top four salary yep. in the nation. Yeah. Uh, if you look at his contract, you no know, beard, you know, him and Kirby Hoka are practically tied up the hip. You know, I think oh, his yeah. buyout gets cut in, cut in half if Kirby ever leaves. Uh, so, like I say, you know, it's a big week for Tech. You know, it's a big week for Lubbock. Uh, my wife and I were talking on the phone today. You know, if we were in Lubbock, we probably would have been at you know United Supermarket this Saturday buying breakfast and, and seeing fans just pouring in and. You know, getting their stuff and, and heading to the stadium. That that's what we did. You know, when we lived in Lubbock, and, and that's one of the things we miss about being up there is just the environment. You know, on a Saturday, uh, it's liable to be pretty special. Uh, I, I don't want to go there on, on a pick'em yet uh, because I'm trying to get a feel for it. Yeah. You know, uh, like with where they looking ahead with TCU. You know, was that really a sign? I don't know what happened. Uh, right now, I'm just kind of enjoying the moment that. 
Lubbock's fixing to get a lot of exposure and a lot of money, you know, poured into the city this Saturday. It really is. And that's a good thing for the city. It's a good thing for the school. It's a good thing for the image of the basketball program. So can't wait to see what goes down this weekend. I'm excited. Uh, It's going to be, it's going to be a really, really good time. And Lubbock is going to be electric. So very excited. Best of wishes to the, to the Texas Tech men's basketball team as they play Kentucky at the United Supermarkets Arena. Uh, And, and everybody that can, please, please make sure that you go support your team and uh, and let's just let's just have a blast no matter where you are if you're home great if you're if you're away that's fine go go find your local place and, and go cheer them up i believe it starts at 5 p.m it's going to be televised Five o'clock. yep and televised on espn as well so uh thank goodness it's not espn plus just saying but that's okay <laughs> yeah amen. No, I'm, re- amen. I'm ready for this game it's going to be good stuff and and talk about riding high you know there there were uh, let's let's switch gears to the to the Texas Tech men's baseball program, okay? They uh, they just yeah. got another accolade from from the USA Today poll, and they are preseason ranking from them is also number three. So we've had uh, several um, preseason baseball polls um, choose Texas Tech as number three, and I think the lowest they've been is number six. But still, I mean, top ten all the way around, and uh, and pretty exciting. Uh, so I'm I'm excited for that that future of that program. I, I think. When did you say their practice is starting? It's coming up quick, isn't it? Tomorrow. 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 Yeah. Uh, Kendall Rogers, you know, I tell you what, you know, Kendall Rogers is the sports siren, right, of the the Holly Road for college baseball. Though Kendall always seems to have good stuff to say about Texas Tech, uh, like Holly does. But Kendall wrote a really good, you know, team preview on their D1 magazine. He always seems to be picking tech for national title contenders every year. Um, but he went there, and I'm almost positive uh, he didn't – I don't know if he picked tech to win the national title, but he said this is the closest they'll ever be, you know, to winning one. And that's with losing Josh Young um, you know, and a couple of other key contributors. But I think he, he's looking at the pitching staff. Uh, you do have players like Brian Klein, you know, coming back. And their schedule, their, their, their schedule, again, sets them up to uh, – they, they got some tough opponents you know, earlier. They got some SEC squads. Um, the tournament they'll play there in late February, uh, that'll be, I think, Tennessee you know, is on that schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, so baseball, baseball kind of got this golden era going for Tech you know, you know, several years ago. And we'll see. You know, it's a long season, but – Kendall went there and said, Tech's going to be one of your top contenders for a national title this year in baseball. I tell you, they, they have been on the brink so many seasons. I just, I just know it's, it's so close, so close to getting that, that, uh, college world series, uh, title. I'm, I'm excited for this program. You know, lots of, lots of neat things to see. I, I understand they've got a pretty, pretty salty, uh, pitching team from Keith Patrick and Dinger Derby. And so if people are wanting to listen more about the, uh, Texas tech baseball, I, we we're good friends with Keith Patrick. We enjoy his podcast a lot. So turn over to him so he can give you all the details for the the Texas Tech baseball team. Because he's got a new episode that released just recently that's that's got a really good preview. So listen to that one. But yes, yeah. I guess the last thing that happened this week is we've had some indoor track and field things going on. Uh, you know, in, in the college debut, one of our one of our runners um, scored number two for the two hundred meter time in the nation. Uh, you know, yes. so that was awesome. Uh, Gabriel McDonald, uh, 
had the new school record holder in the 60 meter hurdle. So congratulations to her. So there's just a lot of things that are going on really good. I think Jaquano Holden, he had his first triple jump attempt of the year and brought him an indoor uh, number one ranking in the Big 12. So there's a lot of neat things that are going on, not just in basketball, Lady Raider basketball, baseball, but don't forget that that, that track and field of ours is a powerhouse as well. So Pretty exciting. Yes. I, I love spring sports at Texas Tech. I, I know you can agree. Well, I, I do agree. And, uh, you know, um, I, I was thinking about it today. You know, maybe maybe I'm off of this. I don't know. Now, I don't know what you think. But, you know, last year there was that really special moment, you know, when um, they made the announcement for the tech vet school you know, in Amarillo. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, you know as much as anybody that – if you go toe to toe with Texas A and M, you know politically and win, uh, you have to have a lot of things go your way. And I know people like to knock sports, you know, in college, you know, but it's just another minor league system, no, whatever. But one of the positive aspects of college sports is when it goes well. Uh, John Montford said one year after they beat Texas A&M at Jones Stadium, that they fundraised for $15 million. Yeah. Like, after the game. Uh, like, he just called around, and people were sending donations left and right. Um, after the Final Four last spring, you know, apparently applications for the school went up, like, exponentially. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. And I'm telling you, you can't tell me that that vet school – it's not the main reason – but one of the reasons maybe why it went through is when your sports are doing well on a national stage, people feel good about your university. You know, they feel oh, yeah. good about where your university's going. And you're right. The spring sports have really done it for tech. Um, you know, the, the spring organizations, you know, your FCA, you know, your um, – uh, you know, we, we, we got to talk about this off the show, but uh, there, there's a – you know, a college band, you know, you know, a tech that plays a paradigm on Thursdays called Out West. You know, they recently released an album. Um, you know, they're doing well right now. The springtime is a great time if you're a tech student or alum or a citizen in, in West Texas. Absolutely. Lots of good stuff going on. There is no doubt about it. And that's what that's what makes it such an exciting time. And and I, I agree with you. And when, when things are firing on all cylinders, it's a good image for the school. It's yeah, it's a good image for the state. Um, to, to have, you know, another program that's on the rise. So you always have the, you know, the storied programs in Texas, but I'm telling you, Texas Tech can hold its own. And, and, uh, and I think that people are recognizing that. I had friends from all over the country last year when we were doing the, the whole Final Four um, run and people were rooting for us and saying, man, we've studied the program. We've studied these players. We're so excited. We've learned things about the school. Uh, so it, it is, it's, 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 it can be contagious. It can be fun. Um, if you do things in a classy way, that's the most important thing. If you, if you can do, yeah. um, championship runs and do them with class, um, that, that says a lot. So I hope that we can continue to, be fearless champions, but also strive for honor in everything we do. Cause that is just as important as winning. So uh, yeah, pretty excited though. It's going to be a, going to be a fun season, a, a fun, fun spring season of sports, I guess you should say at Texas tech and can't wait to see what it holds. Amen. So, well, Amen. well, man, I tell you what, we are, we are going to wrap this sucker up, but uh, any final thoughts for the weekend, any final thoughts for what's going on this week or for you well, for that matter? You know, well, for me, you know, we, we just 
talked for 30 minutes about you know, how great things are going in Lubbock, the tech sports and the tech community. Um, you know, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, it's not unfortunate. I have a church commitment Friday night at six o'clock. Uh, we have a church singing you know, at the church that I serve in East Texas in the Texas Annual Conference. And so I will be scoreboard watching in the back. Uh, it, it's uh, <laughs> just people come and bring their music and, you know, they sing and it's a good time. Um, but, but I will shamelessly say I will definitely be looking at Twitter and, and keeping an eye on the Red Raiders. So I, I'll be praising the Lord, but I, I'll be definitely asking for the Lord to <laughs> give, give, help Tech do well this weekend. That's right. And, <laughs> and to give you plenty of breaks in between, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, hey, you think this is funny? Like last year when Tech and Arkansas played, um, you'll like this story. You know, you, you had these, I mean, it's small town East Texas. Like you had. You know, older folks, you know, maybe a few families, you know, that came to this church function. And Tech and Arkansas were playing each other. And when I came up to the front to kind of give the welcome, you know, for, for people to be there you know, for our church event on a Saturday, um, there, there was a man in the audience who was an Arkansas alum. I was wearing my Texas Tech hoodie. It was a Saturday. It wasn't worship. It was just a church event. So they saw my Tech hoodie. And he said, hey, preacher, what's the Tech Arkansas score? <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, we had some fun. We had fun at our church, and I'm sure they'll be giving me a hard time about this weekend. Um, I, I, I've got a pastor friend of mine who's a University of Kentucky alum who, who serves in Waco. Uh, he and I have already been kind of texting back and forth, trash talking during the week. So it's it's going to be a fun week. You know, I'm not going to be able to watch it, but, but I'll be keeping an eye on the phone on Twitter. So Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt about it. And listen, again, Texas Tech men's basketball team, have a great game. We are supporting for you. Everybody that's a fan of the of the program, yell loud, show up if you get to, wear black, put, turn your Twitter spheres into blackout mode, and all I can say is John Reckham Tech. Amen, baby. Guns up. Guns up. We'll talk to you next episode, and we will have a follow-up of the, of the game and preview of things to come. So thanks again for joining us on the Guns Up Nation podcast. Have a good night, guys. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Guns Up Nation podcast. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the fan page administrators, podcast hosts, and fans, and do not reflect the opinions of Texas Tech University or its affiliates. We are proud to support Texas Tech, its students, alumni, and fans. Yeah.